Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for Home Loans Radio on Real Radio 104.1 with that mortgage guy, Don. Join the conversation at 407-916-1041 or text us at 77031. Now, here's that mortgage guy, Don. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Home Loans Radio, where uh, we join you every Saturday morning right here, 9 a.m. We are... In the studio live in beautiful Central Florida, and uh, we do this every Saturday morning. We come in here, and uh, I, I'm that mortgage guy, Don. I'm a mortgage expert, and I talk about stuff having to do with mortgages and home loans and refinances. And uh, the way it works is you text in your questions. You, you, we need you to participate. You, this is a participatory show, unless you just want to hear me talk for the whole time. Uh, this morning we have in the studio with us MJ. Good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Get our mortgage also, on. And uh, also, we have here today Nicole Dupre. Hi. How's it going? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, we're going to talk about things. Uh, what, here's what happens: people text in tons of questions. They pull over safely, That's text right. in their questions the to seven seven zero three one. Yep, seven seven zero three one, and we can answer questions about. I can answer questions about anything having to do with real estate, with buying a house. You want to buy an investment property? You, you know, you want to refinance a house for. Yeah, uh, what maybe you're dealing with a divorce and you want to know how to untangle that. You know, how do we do that? How do we we get that mortgage separated, that title separated? Uh, maybe you're going to buy an investment property or refinance an investment property, or maybe you got uh, back taxes or you're in trouble with the IRS and or something like that, and you've got a question. Well, I'm your guy. You can you can text me at seven seven zero three one, and I will answer your questions. 
We've also got our website. That's a, a, a resource built just for you. And there's lots of things that, that are on there that are good resources for you. There's a uh, guides on there. If you just want to go in and read some information, you don't want to talk to a mortgage guy yet, you're not ready, you just want to read some stuff and see if you can find out a little bit of info, it's there on the website for you, how to how to do a VA loan, how to get pre-approved to buy. Maybe you're thinking that uh, 2020 is the year for you, the year of the house. You're going to buy a house this year, and you're wondering if you're ready. You know, I had pe- I had someone come into my office this past week, and he really just wanted to know if he was ready, and he thought his credit score was down in the 500s. Um, which is really a little too low. We needed to be up around 600, but we got great news when we pulled up his credit. It was around 625. They already had the money saved. They already had everything in place. So they're nice. actually going to start looking for a place to to buy here in the next 30 to 60 days. Well, congratulations to them. Yeah, awesome. other people when they come in, they're not quite ready, and we'll make a plan for them. We'll make a six month plan or three month plan or whatever it takes to get them ready. But uh, on the website, there's some guides about how to get started with that pre approval process. If you want to get a question to me off air, you know, you can text to seven seven zero three one your questions while we're on the show. But off air, you can get me questions on the website. It's homeloansradio.com. And you can go to the tab that says Ask Don, and you plug that in there. And that just gets shot over to my email. And I get those uh, right away. I don't answer them right away when I'm on the air, but I get to them. I usually get to them all by Monday or so. Uh, there's also uh, podcasts or, or recordings of all the past shows. So if you hear a partial show or you hear hear us today and you say, man, I want to hear more of that. Uh, I want to I want to find out more about buying a home or refinancing a home, and I just can't get enough of that mortgage guy Don and MJ and and my Saturday Nicole Dupre fix, and uh, then you can go there and you can listen to all of those past shows. You can even just click if you're ready to go and you're in a you know a little farther down the road and you want to apply now. There's a button you can do it. You don't have to set up an appointment. You don't have to come into the office. You don't have to. Uh, you know, put on your best suit and wear a tie and come in and apply for a mortgage. You can just sit there in your pajamas or your pjs or your uh i guess those are the same things right nicole yes okay or your bathing suit you know or fritz fritz is in there today fritz always uh, does his best work in his uh his what his bathing cap in my birthday suit. i was just gonna say <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the joys of the internet do it anywhere wherever right? there's internet yeah there's right? no there's no there's no uh camera there's no webcam when you fill out the application but you can do all that yeah. stuff at homeloansradio.com it's there for you um, you can also chat me questions there during the week. You've literally at your fingertips got a mortgage expert. You, you chat the question, and I'll answer you back. A lot of times people aren't quite ready to jump all into it, but they want to ask a couple questions. Sure. And I'd say 90% of the time, that's how the dialogues start. You know, I'll get a few emails back and forth, and we'll, we'll figure out some of their basic questions, uh, see if there are hurdles there. And, and that's what the website is there for. It's for you. If you want to refinance and you already got a quote, you want to get another one, go to homeloansradio.com, hit apply now. And you can get the ball rolling. But for today, we're going to talk about uh, home loans. And, uh, well, actually, I wanted to, well, last week we talked about the Oscars. Did you watch the Oscars, Nicole? I actually, well, not really live, but um, uh-huh. I don't ha- I know, because I don't have cable, <laughs> so I, I was, like, streaming it. So every once in a while, I'd go back and, yeah. and Brad Pitt won. Yeah. He, um, he's he, my, yeah, I've been, but your, you know what? But I have to tell you, I don't think that that performance was Oscar worthy, though I love him. You know, he was like the same that he is in every, you know, who should have got it. Well, and did Leo get it for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm-mm. He no. that was like the, his performance in Once Upon a Leonardo DiCaprio's and Once Upon a um, Time in Hollywood 
was hands down one of the best performances I've ever I seen. Think, I think Brad won for best shirtless guy over 50. Oh, God, he's... <laughs> yeah, he earned that uh, award. And, and that speech was funny. MJ, you yes. said that uh, the Oscars is like your Christmas, like your Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. It is. It's yeah. my Super Bowl. So did you watch? It's my, oh, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> did I you put, see her look at me? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, put on all, I put on all my jewelry. I get a glass of champagne. All Very, of your jewelry? Well, as much as I can put on. I got, I got An evening of, gown? A couple arms worth. No, I want to be in pajamas because that's the oh. value of being home and not at the office. Oh, okay. But definitely all the jewelry. Tiara? Yeah, if I, definitely a tiara. Yes, I wish I was invited. What uh, what award were you most excited about? Well, obviously Parasite. I yeah. mean, that was, I screamed out loud. It yeah, was me too. so I, exciting I, when, when they said Parasite. It was just I like, very yeah, excited. We were just talking about that last week, too. Yeah. Right? Um, because uh, is it uh, Bong Joon-ho? Yes. Yep. He yep. directed The Host back in 2006. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I said, I, I've seen that one. Right? So if he directed that one, then he deserves it just on that uh, just on that merit alone. He won everything. It was, it was, and is that a scary a thriller? Or was that a scary uh, movie? We don't, don't even want to tell you. Just go watch it. Okay. Well, it's best not yeah. to know. It's okay. just best not to know. I'm gonna I fall asleep when I watch movies. It's not. It's not a horror movie. It, like you know, it's, Friday the Thirteenth or any kind of slasher thing or anything like that. Honestly, yeah. okay. It's really, it's really, you just go in cold and you watch it and you walk out and go, "Oh my god, that was amazing." Yeah, which everyone does. But uh, but do it quick because people are starting to write stuff on Facebook and you're going to hear stuff okay. you shouldn't hear. I, dig I digress. But uh, anyway, Sorry. I wanted to touch base on that. Yeah, I enjoyed Make it. Make sure you it's buy a home where you can get TV there. to watch the Oscars. Right. Yeah, and it was fun watching uh, Chris Rock and Steve Martin not host. That was fun. They had a good bit there. But uh, anyway, that's uh, that's done. What's uh, what's cooking this weekend? Anything exciting? Um, it was Valentine's Day. Right. Oh. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Well, Thursday yeah. was Valentine's Day. And Valentine's so. Day. <laughs> All very exciting days. And yeah, so maybe, I bet you there are people out there riding around, maybe doing some brunch. They had to work late last night. Right? They're on their way to brunch to celebrate their love. And yeah. then at, over lunch, they're going to listen to us. Then right, they're going to start talking about mortgages because they're in love. This is a romantic right. show. This is so romantic. This you should romantic play it a bit time. Sure. Yeah. So if you love your house. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you want to improve it and you want to, you know, maybe remodel that bathroom. I did read an article. Maybe you're tired of getting, having sexy time with a roommate in the house. Maybe you want your own space so that you can yeah. do, That is you know. one of the, the yeah. number one reasons that young people buy houses is uh, privacy. privacy. It was yeah. the sure. number one. I, yeah. I saw a study last week. 55% uh, of people said they want to buy a house instead. Instead of renting or having roommates because of privacy, that's the yeah. number one thing. Oh, and I moved. I yeah. moved today, yesterday. Yeah, awesome. Uh, uh, were, were you planning on that for a while? No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> well, Same you, apartment complex, different unit. Just had to move suddenly. Yeah, well, it was like a mold issue, and then they want to change all the carpets, and then they're like, and oh. it was like the whole thing, and they're yeah. like, hey, we have this uh, this other apartment on the west side of the building, and then we went, and it's actually a better view, and I get to see the sunset. So I was like, okay, awesome. done. That sounds great. It sounds like moldy apartments are definitely another reason that people, <laughs> people should buy want homes. to buy a house. <laughs> yeah. So you can get out of that moldy apartment. One of the things I saw this week that uh, really jumped out at me was about the national credit card debt. Did you see any of those articles that uh, that came out? Fritz, did you see any a of those? A little bit. Yeah, I think uh, was it the, the average American has... I want to say eighteen thousand in debt. No, I think it was. I think it was a little lower than that. I saw, actually saw uh, conflicting figures on different on different articles. But um, it, the the moral of the story is that right now consumer credit card debt is the highest it's been ever in billions of dollars. <laughs> you know, almost almost a trillion dollars. Nine hundred and wow something uh, nine hundred and fifteen or nine hundred. I don't remember the exact number. Billions of it's dollars ridiculous. in credit card debt. 
Now that's still lower than the student loan debt, which is like 1.5 trillion, which is, you know, just staggering on its own. But wow. credit card debt is at its highest level now. I did see that they they factored in for, for they said it's the highest it's been since 2008, right before the recession. Mm-hmm. But if you factor in for inflation and uh, other things, and it's still a little bit lower, uh, including the number of people in the workplace and, and the number of people that are now old enough to have credit cards. The population's bigger, so. It's not like it's, um, I don't think they were saying it's it's a recession warning or anything like that, but it is something to note that credit card debt is at uh, an all-time high as far as the number of dollars that people are have charged on credit card debt. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm I'm kind of against that consumer spending. It's probably, you know, Christmas. I'm not like a big gift. I don't, buy, I don't spend a lot of money. And that's like one of the things that I just think we live in this culture where people spend a lot of money mm-hmm. on things they don't need or they think that they need. And, you Did know, you- people don't teach people about financial responsibility and and you know the coming in and coming out what's coming in what's going out what about valentine's day you feel the same about that like nobody should spend anything on you i I didn't say that flowers (laughs) and balloons and chocolates and sexy lingerie is all right but don't be spending i'm just kidding but you don't have to buy like (laughs) it didn't sound like you were kidding it's but, early for these conversations. Right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Didn't mean to put you on the spot there. But <laughs> the, the credit card debt being at an all-time high, one of the things that uh, people don't realize is that if you pay the minimum, you know, you have, you have a minimum payment that you can pay. Mm-hmm. Sure. And it depends on your credit card company what your interest is going to be, and it also depends on what that minimum payment is. But on a lot of cards, well, I will say the average interest, I, I read some articles yesterday, the average interest on a credit card, what would you guess it is? What do you think the interest people are paying on a credit card? Oh, I think it's high. I'm going to say it's probably between like 7 and 9. Yeah, what would you say, Fritz? Um, I'll say 6.5. How about you, MJ? I say 18 to 25. You nailed it. Actually, it's the really? ni- yeah, it's 19 and a half percent. That's the Shut average interest up. rate. The the higher rates are up around 29%. Yeah. If you have a credit card wow. and you don't know what your rate is, you need to get next time you see your statement, go read it and you'll see what your what your actual um interest rate is, your APR. So I, for every $100 somebody's spending, right? they're paying $29 in interest if the, they're carrying it. Rates. If you carry it for 1 month. Mm-hmm. Wow. Or, so well, you I mean, if you annualized, right. annualized. But here's the thing. If you pay that minimum payment, mm-hmm. and let's say you're paying a 2% minimum payment, and your interest rate is around the average uh, range, 17 18%, how long, you know, how long would you think it would take you to pay that off, MJ? A really long time. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> can, we, can we get a more specific answer, uh, Fritz? Five, 15 years. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, the the actual time is so. Let's say you have a five thousand dollar credit card and you're paying the minimum balance. You will it will take you over thirty years to pay that off. Wow. Yeah, having a, a specific example that I saw that the an like APR, a mortgage. Yeah, like longer, a mortgage longer than a mortgage. And people say that about mortgages. They say, well, I don't want to carry my. How do they say that? Well, I have people all the time that you know when they're thinking about debt consolidation, they'll ask me, you know, well, I'm putting my credit cards in here. Do I want to stretch my credit cards out over 30 years? You already, you already are. are. If you're if you're the <laughs> no, person, good point. if you're the person paying minimum payments on it, you already are. If your budget is tight so that you can only afford those minimum payments, you already are stretching it out in many cases over 30 years. Uh, so you actually shorten your term if you put it into a 30 year mortgage now. One of the ways that you can get out of that credit card debt is by paying double the minimum payment. That gets you done a lot faster. Wow. 15 um, years. Yeah. No. And, <laughs> <laughs> that's still a lot faster. That's good uh, math right there. Yep. MJ is that's why like I'm a, here. She's like a wizard. That's why I'm the, I'm the math wizard. 
I am not. I'm well, apparently Americans not are not math wizards, and that's why we're in this mess to begin with. Yeah. Right? If you're if you're in that position where you can only pay minimum credit cards uh, payments, and you've got a mortgage and you've got some equity, that's something you should definitely consider. And we're going to talk a little bit more uh, about that. We're going to have to take a break in a second. We've got some text questions coming in. Thank you very much. We will get to those after the break. Uh, seven seven zero three one. If you're sitting there on the side of the road waiting to uh, send in your text question, you want to talk about purchasing a home or refinancing, uh, how to get uh, debt consolidated, how to get those credit cards paid off. We're going to talk about that and more. Thanks for joining us at Home Loans Radio. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Home Loans Radio. Got a mortgage question you want answered? The lines are open now at 407-916-1041. Good morning. It is 918 and you are listening to Home Loans Radio with that mm-hmm. mortgage guy, Don, where every Saturday morning we answer all of your questions related to buying a home, whether that is refinancing, getting your first home loan and everything in between. And we are here with MJ and our hey, head. Hey, hon- hey. hey, and our head honcho, that mortgage guy, Don. Oh, I'm the head honcho. I like that. You are. Yeah. What do you I mean, think? the show's named after you, right? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. <laughs> That's mortgage your show, guy. Babe. It's a long name. It's a long show name. Uh, you know, uh, Home Loans Radio with that mortgage guy, Don. But uh, yeah, that's Rolls me. Right here we are. Time. Yeah. Hey, is Fritz. Good morning. How are you doing there? What buddy? up? Good morning. Fritz is in there in the booth pushing the buttons along with Kelly, doing the things that uh, that everybody does, and we are here doing what we do. We were. Uh, We've got some text questions coming in at 77031. Feel free to join the party. Um, And unlike what that ad just said, the phone lines are not open. Yes, don't call. 77031. But we are here. We are here. You know, test us. Uh, You can text in a question that's a a quiz to make sure that uh, we're actually. Text the color and we'll tell you what you (laughs) said. <laughs> a safe word, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so we're here answering uh, the mortgage questions. I was talking about before the break. We were talking about the the big news that came out about the uh, the credit card debt at the end of 2019 being at its highest dollar value ever, uh, nine hundred and some billion dollars. And uh, we're talking a little bit. You know, one of the ways you can take care of credit card debt is by if you have a home and you you uh, want to refinance take cash out you can do that you can take out equity that you have in your home and pay off credit card debts uh, you, i mean you can do all kinds of things with that cash out you can do home improvements you can maybe you're going through a divorce and you owe your your spouse some some money when the house you know when when you get the house maybe you have i don't know something you owe back child support or you owe the IRS, you know, uh, um, hundreds of thousands of dollars like Nicole, right, Nicole? Hey, you weren't supposed to tell anybody that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but what I love so much is that you can personalize it. So it doesn't yeah. matter. Everybody has a unique situation. And if, you you know, they can come to you with anything, right? And then you'll help them. I mean, you're also the therapist. I mean, people are going through divorces. and <laughs> that, that, that ends up being true in a lot of cases. I, I end up imagine. being the, uh, the peacemaker, the mediator, you know. And, and what happens when you get divorced and you, you, and you own a house Sometimes people own more than one house. Maybe they own a house and some wow, rental properties, and you know your your attorneys figure all that out. But it's, a lot of times, you're both on the mortgage. You got to figure out how to split the baby, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. how do we how do we get that person mm-hmm. off the house? How do we get this person off the deed, off the title? That's something that I'm an expert at. I've done I've done hundreds of them. Another one that I run into all the time is um, people that inherit houses. Mm-hmm. You know. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. 
Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And they um, don't know how to navigate that. There's a, but there's a mortgage maybe, and it's in the name of somebody who passed away. And now you got to figure out how do I get a mortgage? How do I get the title in my house? That's the kind of stuff that that we can help with, or you can have questions about. But also, you can do debt cons consolidation to pay off a bunch of credit cards. You can you can roll your student loans in there if you if you want to. Um, One point five trillion dollars in student loans wow. in in the United States. 900 plus billion dollars in credit card debt so i feel like there's a lot of people that are, are you know up against it there's a lot yeah. of people that um that may be struggling with this and are trying to figure out a way to do it one of the ways you can do it is by refinancing there's another way that you can do it which is by a lot of companies out there are offering these transfers these balance trans transfers where you can get zero interest for 12 months or oh. 15 months i've seen some of those mm -hmm. out there you got to have good credit for that and you got to look at those fees. There's yeah. fees attached to that. That's another thing I was going to say. When you get, you know, you may have a great credit card. Maybe you you start off with a a, um, a low rate an to begin with. Rate. An introductory rate. That's the word Ooh. I was looking for of zero uh, percent or two percent or four percent. Right. Uh, MJ was telling me during the break that she, her in her experience, if you are late on that payment, and I don't mean thirty days late, one minute late. If you if it's due on the twenty fifth and you pay it on the twenty sixth, even though that's yep. your grace period. Yeah. It literally has a time on your credit yeah. card bill. It tells the, you what time it needs to be paid the, by. The fine print wow. may say that you now go up to 25% or 29%. So you got to make sure and read those statements. And if you're on paperless and you're not getting a physical statement, go in and read it. Make sure you understand the rules of your credit card. You can all of a sudden find yourself in a lot of trouble. They'll make sure they haven't bumped your rate, which can definitely yeah. happen. Yep, they can bump your rate without even, they, they have to send you a notification. But if you're paperless, you may not even see that. You right. get all kinds of emails in your, you know, I get all kinds of emails that I don't go in and read everyone. I just figure it's my normal bill. So you have to be real careful with that. 
Yeah, here's one that came in. Um, it says, I'm thinking about debt consolidation cash out mortgage, mm-hmm. but I am not sure if it makes sense. We are stretched out to... We are stretched to our maximum each month paying student loans and credit cards. Mm-hmm. Current rate is 4.875. Mm-hmm. But does it make sense to put these bills into a 30-year loan? I guess they, they didn't hear the oh, first segment. okay. Well, <laughs> well that's fine. No, they just joined us. Yeah. They, Welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for texting in. Yeah, we talked about that a well, little bit in the first segment. Well, they had to pull over, Right. All right. Yeah, okay. The text. No, Don't but, text and drive. Absolutely. We talked about it in the first segment that if you're... if. I would say yes. When I'm when I'm looking at people's situations, we do it case by case. We'll look at what's best for you, what's going to make the most sense for you. If you are like this person and you're barely getting by and you're paying the minimum payments every month because you have to, because that's mm-hmm. all you can afford to send out to that credit card every month, you're likely going to be in a place where it takes you 15, 20, 25, 30 years. It depends on what they do as the minimum balance. The minimum balance can range anywhere between 1% and 3% of the balance the minimum payment, depending mm-hmm. on the credit card. So if you're doing one of those where you're paying 1% or 2% of the balance and that's the minimum payment, you can be looking at 360, 370, 380 payments. There are calculators online. You just Google, you know, paying my credit card, minimum balance yeah. calculator. It's actually, on your, it's actually on your credit card statement now. Yeah. So if you if if you get it online, you need to go look at it. But there's right. actually a little place on every credit card. I guess they must have passed a rule to do that because right. I see them now. And it tells you if you pay it, the minimum balance, how long it will take you to pay mm-hmm. it, and um, how much you will actually pay. You're, so if you owe like $3,000, it'll show that you're actually going to pay this and you're clearly, much larger amount. Yeah, you're clearly <laughs> on top of it. But I did read that 70% of credit card statements are paperless now. Yeah, and they really, really try to make it paperless. They they Yeah, they, they give really, you a benefit or they, yes. they give you something that makes it worth your while to make Mary it paperless. And then, you know, and then you don't necessarily yeah, see that stuff. Um but that's that's a great question. So the rate's four point eight seven five. You could definitely, if you've got a good credit score, you might be be, be able to get down into the mid to low threes. Uh, I locked a thirty year loan for a client yesterday. Very very well qualified client. They had eight hundred plus credit scores, but their rate was three point three seven five on a thirty year mortgage. Wow! I mean that's fantastic. The rates mm-hmm. are are really crazy. But even if you've got a six eighty uh, six or seven hundred score, you might be able to get down into the three point range, three mm-hmm. percent range, depending on whether you're taking cash out, uh, what your loan-to-value is, meaning how much you're borrowing compared to the value of your home. But if you have equity, so if you're in this position like this person and you're stretched and you're paying the minimums every month, you will save so much money by consolidating that credit card because mm. if you pay it off at the minimums over 30 years, you're going to pay five to seven times that balance. A $5,000 credit card over that time, mm-hmm. you'll pay thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars $35,000 on it over that length of time. Uh, and the average interest rate on credit cards that we talked about before the break was in the in the seventeen to twenty one percent range. That's crazy. So that's that's what most people are paying. Yeah. And yeah, so definitely you want to consider that. Now, student loans may be a different part of the equation because student loans typically have a much lower interest rate and they're mm-hmm. amortized out over a longer time. So really, we got to analyze that on a case by case basis. That's the kind of person you can reach out to me at homeloansradio.com. It, uh, you can email me questions about it and we can start a dialogue or you can set up a time for, for us to talk or you can um, go ahead and hit the apply now button and then I'll have all your information. I can put together a plan or a couple different plans for you to choose between. Maybe one pays off the credit card debt and one doesn't. Maybe one pays off you know the student debt and the credit card debt and we can see kind of how that looks. Here's one. Uh, hi there. I said hi there. I just there. bought my house in August of 2019 and have a rate of 52 can they look at fin- refinancing now, or do they need to wait? So they bought their house in August, August. so, so it's we're, only been uh, six months. Yeah, yeah. 
you it depends on what you're going to do. So mm-hmm. if you bought your house in August, there's a, there's a number of factors that depend on whether you're going to be able to do that right now. It depends on whether you have an FHA loan or whether you need to stay in an FHA loan, mm-hmm. um, or if you're trying to do a streamline FHA loan, those, that's that's a way that, that you may be able to do it. Typically, in order to get a new appraisal as far as a conventional loan goes and refinance that and not take any cash out, you can do that after you've made six payments, typically. We're looking at the six-month mark. Oh. If you're going to want to take cash out, we're going to need to wait and look at that next August. Uh, I'm imagining if they just bought it six months ago, they probably don't have a lot of um, equity yet in the property. Right. It, you know, maybe unless they put down unless a huge down, down payment. Yeah. And then the other thing that you have to consider is if you got down payment assistance to buy that house uh. in um, August, then a lot of times those down payment assistance uh, grants that you get, they're not necessarily grants that go away right away. They have rules. They have rules. They might be on your title for five years or 10 years or 15 years and drop off over time. Some of them never drop off. If you sell or refinance your house, you got to pay back that down payment assistance money. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we, we've got to kind of look at the whole picture. You want to get a little more detail on that, uh, hit me up at homeloansradio.com. That's our website. You can text in your questions at 77031. And, oh, I didn't mention it at all. Today is the day our show, it used to be an hour. Today we start our hour and a half show. Woo-hoo! We're all very excited I know, it's because our ratings are so high. And, and you, you guys can't like, get wow. enough. Yes. Yeah. We <laughs> just can't get enough. The, 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 the suits at the top, uh, you know, Real Radio looked at, uh, you know, all the listeners, all of you out there that are supporting us, all the people texting in questions, the, the, the sheer ratings that we're getting, and the people like the show. And they I'm are. excited and about that. Like yeah. more text than we can even answer in an hour. So yeah. that's the best part about it. We know you're listening. So. Yes, exactly. So thank you for that. Our show is not going to end at 10 o'clock today. We're going to go all the way till 1030 this morning. For your listening pleasure. And all those people <laughs> that are used to listening to Led Zeppelin at 10 o'clock, you're going to have a slight delay today. Oh, Rebird uh, will come later. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Hi, this is Lady James, and you're listening to Home Loans Radio with that mortgage guy, Don. Welcome back. Welcome back to Home Loans Radio with that mortgage guy, Don. Good morning, MJ. How are you today? I'm great. Answering uh, lots of mortgage questions today, talking a little bit about credit card debt. Yeah. We just got a comment came in that says, awesome, love talk radio and all the great advice. And you can send in your accolades, too, to 77031. <laughs> yes. we'll accolades all, only, please. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. Nicole's uh, not allowed. <laughs> we're also having Nicole Dupree. New pr- Nick- Nicole Dupre is yeah, me. That's, her. that's me. <laughs> Hi, Nicole Dupre. Hi. Nicole Dupre also joining us here this morning. And uh, here's here's what we do if you're new to the show. You, we answer your mortgage questions, real estate questions, how to buy a home, how to get out of a home if you're getting divorced, all, all that stuff. I've, I'm a mortgage expert. Uh, I've been a licensed real estate agent. And I answer questions having to do with this big, massive topic. Uh, today, we were talking a little bit about credit card debt and debt consolidation. You can text us at 77031. But I also want to mention our website. That's really there for you. That's homeloansradio.com. If you've got a question you want to get answered off air, you want to, you can go to that website. First of all, what are they going to see when they go to the site? The very first your thing. Your face. My, uh, well, just my face, Nicole? Well, your are your, your, it's your face and the radio <laughs> microphone and the real radio logo behind you and this 
I brightly like, red and yellow and white I like website. To, I went there this week. Yeah, and good. I saw your new list of podcasts, like yeah. the way you have it. The site looks really nice and clean. I love it. I like to think of it as my handsome, beautiful, charming mug. There All of the above. Beginning. It's good that you yeah. think of it that way. Right. Yes. Good. I mean, do we have Brad good. Pitt in the, off, in, the, in the studio today? <laughs> <not. 'Cause> like, <laughs> that, 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 happens to, that happens to me all the time. Uh, yeah, no. It's an easy mistake. It's an easy mistake, Nicole. I didn't is, put my contacts in today. Sorry. That is not the case. That is not the case. Uh, so go to homeloansradio.com, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you'll see my smiling picture there talking on the microphone. But there's also a ton of things there. If you're a home buyer, uh, want to buy a house, want to get pre-approved, want to find out if you want to get pre-approved, want to find out if you want to find out if you want to get pre-approved, you can you start there. Yeah, there's all kinds of tools there. There's articles you can read. There are, as Nicole mentioned, there are, I don't know, 40 hours of our past shows posted right there. For your listening pleasure. For your <laughs> listening pleasure, as MJ is fond of. Hours of quality mortgage yes. information. The Yes, you can listen to MJ and, and Nicole and I uh, there for, as, I don't know, like, you want to binge, you can just listen for like two days. Yeah. Wow. I went back and I was listening to my jokes and it's really, oh. really funny. Yeah, okay. were they? No, no. Okay. <laughs> and we were going to have a meeting about that, Nicole. No. I'm trying. Um. No, we, we are here every Saturday. We answer your questions. And thank you so much. We're getting uh, a bunch of them in yeah, at 77031. If you just want to apply for a loan or you've got another quote, you can go to homeloansradio.com, hit that apply now button, and I will see your application. If you've got a quote on a refinance, you know, it's a great time to refi. Rates are super, super low. We're at historic lows. We're at three-year lows right now. And a lot of people are refinancing. Refinance applications are up at the highest rate they've been all over the country, but wow. especially in Florida. So if you've gotten a quote, uh, you're getting a quote, you want to find out if your quote is a good one, go to homeloansradio.com. You don't have to take time out for an appointment or whatever. You just put your info in there. I'll give you a written quote. Then you'll have at least two uh, to, right? to look at. I always recommend that you get Do your due diligence. Yeah. You're going to pay this for a long time. Right. I, I Yeah, at least, you know, the get minimum is like 10 years, mm -hmm. 15 years. But um, that, that's something. Check us out at homeloansradio.com. Listen to the past shows. Uh, I got a podcast story I'm going to tell you. Someone reached out to me, but I'm going to do that in the next segment. Uh, but uh, what do we got? Well, especially since you were just mentioning the refinance, this one came in and it, it goes right with what you were saying. It says, can I refinance an existing HELOC that mm -hmm. has a variable rate into a new loan with a fixed rate? And how much equity would I have to have to do so? Mm -hmm. Can we first remind everybody what a HELOC is? Yes, yeah, so a HELOC is a, a home equity line of credit. Those are the initials stand for home equity line of credit. So that is still a mortgage. A lot of people don't realize it's a mortgage, but there is a mortgage against your house. If you don't pay it, they will foreclose on your house. And most HELOCs have a variable uh, interest rate or a floating or adjustable interest rate that's based on the federal funds rate plus a, a margin. Um, what that means is that your payment can change all the time. Your payment can change monthly. If the federal funds rate goes higher, then you you know may end up having a higher payment. Usually, what a home equity line of credit is for is if you want to buy you know you you need five thousand or ten thousand or fifteen or twenty thousand for home improvements or something like that. Okay. Did they say how much the the home the HELOC was? No, but it okay. says that they have a variable rate, yeah, and they're so wondering if they can move it into a new loan with a fixed rate. You can. So I don't know if you're paying if they're also paying off a first mortgage and they have a HELOC. Usually, a HELOC is a second right. mortgage. It's something that you have behind your first mortgage. So. Or you can just have a home equity line of credit, but the answer is yes. Either way, if you have a first mortgage and a home equity line behind it, you can refinance and put those two together in just one new fixed rate loan. 
or if you have a floating rate HELOC, home equity line, and that's all you have, uh, if it's large enough, then you can refinance that as a new mortgage into a fixed rate. Um, when I say large enough, because we don't really do mortgages for $20,000 loans or $40,000 mm. loans. Usually the minimum that is going to work for a mortgage for Fannie Mae or FHA or VA is going to be around that sixty dollars to $70,000 mark. So a lot of times people will have a smaller loan that's a, that's a home equity line. But I also see people that refinance their home equity line. Maybe they owe 45000 They used it mm-hmm. to put in a pool or something like that. But they've got other things they want to do now. They want to take cash out. Now they want to remodel their kitchen or pay their bathroom. Pay down the credit card debt. Or pay down the credit card debt like we That's were talking about. That's a great about. idea, people, if yeah. you're out there. Listen to that idea. We, we, we were talking about in the first couple segments that if you are paying the minimum payments on your credit card and they take a 2% minimum payment, and let's say you've got an interest rate in the average, which is around 17%, it can take you over 30 years or over 360 payments to pay that off. There are calculators online where you can go and look at your credit card, put in your interest rate, put in what you owe and the minimum payment, and it will tell you how many years you're going to pay that off and how much interest. You'll be amazed. I put in a couple of, of mine. So if you're in a place where you can afford to pay those off or down, that's the best thing you can do financially. You know, mm-hmm. If you're paying 17% on a credit card, you're basically there's it's an no instant return of seventeen yeah, percent. There's almost no investment in the stock market or whatever where you're gonna right. get a seventeen percent return. Mm-hmm. You can get that return by paying off that credit card. If you're in a place where you can't do that and all you can afford is the minimum payment, then really one of the few ways to get rid of that if you have a house is looking at refinancing and consolidating, using your equity to to wipe out that credit card debt. And then there are also some balance transfers that give you maybe a year of no interest, and you can kind of shuffle those around and juggle those around to help yourself as well. Here's one. Um Texting your questions. We're getting text questions in to 77031. We're going to answer a bunch of those right now. So my mortgage payment is fourteen fifty monthly. The amount going to my principal is less than four hundred dollars. Is mm-hmm. that normal? That is normal. Yeah, if you're doing a thirty year loan, you're going to find when you do a thirty year loan. Here, the, the way it works is when you do a thirty year loan, your first year payments and it, it's progressive through all three hundred and sixty payments. That very first payment is going to be weighted way more towards interest. So you're going to be paying probably 80, 90% of your payment that you're making, your principal and interest payment is going to go towards interest. And the, the small amount goes towards principal. And that keeps offsetting more and more and more. And depending on the how much you put down and and so forth, usually around the, the midpoint, around the 15-year point is where you get to where you are paying 50% principal and 50% interest. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in the last few years of those that loan towards the end, you'll be paying 90% principal and 10% interest. But one way to beat that, you can refinance and do a rate and term refinance where you shorten your term down to a 25-year or a 20 or a 15 or a 10-year. That's one of the reasons that a 15-year, the rates are much lower on 15 years, um, but you also make progress on your principal much faster and pay interest much faster because it starts you out at that 15-year point where when you start paying your mortgage, you're paying 50% or -hmm. close to it interest and 50% principal each month. So introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. That's why if you go to a 15-year mortgage, the automatic feeling is that my payment's going to double because I'm going from a 30-year loan to a 15-year loan. It doesn't. because That's it's, not how that works? Yeah, it's, it's weighted a lot uh, more on principle when you go down to a smaller term. So for that uh, person that texted in, you, know, you may want to explore and see if you can afford it. Maybe what I've seen a lot of times right now, people are going down from a 30-year mortgage down to a 25 or a 20, mm. and their payments stay in the same. Because, oh, wow. because, that's the, amazing. because the rates are so low. So that's something you want to look at. You want to at least do the math. I mean, you can't make a decision yeah. on it. I can help you with that. You, you go to homeloansradio.com, hit apply now. We'll look at a 10-year, 20-year, 15-year. And I've done several of them this week where clients, their payment stayed the same or maybe dropped 20 or $30, and they shaved off five years or 10 years or seven years off of their overall mortgage. Wow. And that saves you in the long run. Lots of money. It depends on your mortgage. It could be fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, yeah. one hundred and fifty thousand dollars just by reducing your term. That's the best thing you can do for yourself if you can afford it. Uh, but for sure, you look should look at it because you might not have to afford it. It might be same or lower payment than what you're paying right now. Here's a question: a little interesting, a little off the beaten path. I'm trying to buy a home that I'm renting. It is three acres, and we have a barn with four horses, some chickens, and a few goats. Is that an issue for getting a mortgage? Green acres. Right? Yeah. Not the place for me. How many chickens do you have at your house, Nicole? Um, I, I, I live in an apartment. I, I so, um, But I mean, hey, what a great idea. Goat yoga is a thing now, guys. You, mean, right? you might yeah. even have, be able to like get a second second job. Right. Well, look at that. A farm a farm these days? That's amazing. Yeah, but if they're, doing, if they're selling goat yoga out there, that would make it maybe a commercial property. We'd have to be careful with that. I did oh, see some. Don't uh, listen to me. Listen to Don. I, I, yeah. I just saw goats, and when I think goats, I think goat yoga. I thought I saw on your Instagram some bird or egg pictures. Oh my gosh. Are you harvesting eggs at your apartment? No. I'm, as I'm, I mentioned briefly, I'm moving today mm-hmm. <laughs> after the show. Um, and when I was getting ready to move my patio furniture, well, the other day my my office faces my patio, and I had this pigeon who was like 
like in the window staring at me for like hours. Mm-hmm. And then I finally went out there and I'm like, I wonder what's going on. And I looked underneath the, the patio furniture and they laid a nest. They have a little nest they made out of matches. I don't know where they got matches from. Wow. And there are two eggs. Wow. And now I'm huh? moving today and I don't know what to do. And last night the mama, it got a little cold and she was sitting on there and I'm like, oh my God. So I got to tell the apartment complex and I don't know what they're going to do. Well, wow. okay. Well, that's a sad, Sorry. sad story. <laughs> you homewrecker, Nicole. No. <laughs> so we're going to save the pigeons, guys. Don't text me. Yes. We're going to save the Sa- pigeons. Nicole's going to save them. She's not going to tell the apartment complex. They'll just throw them off the balcony. So. You think? No, I don't no, know. I don't no, know that. No, of course not. <laughs> oh, all God. going to happen I'm in dying. Oh, I already feel bad. I was up all night thinking about her. Well, no, no, anyway, no. I, I anyway, got off guys. the topic, but we have this question where they're asking about a uh, property that they rent. With chickens. And that's where we got they on. have... They have horses, right? Chickens, mm-hmm. goats. Horses, chickens, and goats. They rent it. They'd like to buy it. Is it a problem for the mortgage? And you can probably do that, but now we're going to be up against a break. So <laughs> I'm going to answer that question. I know they're sitting out there right now clasping their hands waiting for the answer, but uh, I'm going to answer that. Uh, go to homeloansradio.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Nicole Dupre with Opera Del Sol, and you're listening to Home Loans Radio with that mortgage guy, Don. That's right. I am Nicole, and I am the co-host here at Home Loans Radio, where we are live every single Saturday morning from 9 a.m. and now till 10.30, where we are answering all of your questions having to do with purchasing a home, refinancing a home, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. And we are here in the studio with MJ. and yes, then that's right. And that mortgage guy, Don. Good Welcome morning, back, good morning. Don. Thanks for joining us, everybody out there listening. We got Kelly in there uh, waving at us. Doing good morning, the, folks. Good morning, Kelly. Kelly's pushing buttons, doing things, making sure that you can all hear us and what we're talking about in here. Uh, He's a th- radio wizard. Yes. Working on it. Working and on. and a wizard. He's also a wizard outside of the... Uh, I, I heard. I know, but you guys didn't voice. know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys didn't know that. Yeah, I like that voice, Kelly. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, and we're you answering... You were answering a question about uh, yeah. folks who lived uh, on, acres. A, on a farm. Let uh, me... Let me recap for those that people that have, you know maybe never heard us before. This is this is a homeloansradio.com or home loans radio show. We are here every Saturday. You text in your mortgage questions or real estate questions or house buying or refi questions to 77031. You can also go to our website homeloansradio.com, listen to all the podcasts and all of the uh you know you can apply for a loan there. You can uh, read all of our reviews. I haven't mentioned that. We've got hundreds of reviews there, averaging five stars on a four. Yeah, point, toot your horn. Tell them how many stars point, you got. Four point nine. How do you get stars. those reviews? It is a third party service that sends out reviews to every client that we close a loan for. And I'm really proud of that rating. You look up some other companies, you'll see they've got like three, three and a half star ratings. Boo. 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 Yeah. And, and read is, and read some things. Then. Oh, read, yeah. read the reviews. I mean, and, you wouldn't buy anything on Amazon with a three star. Right? right? It's true. So don't go purchasing a home with a three star guy. I wouldn't buy yeah. a hairbrush that has at least over a three star rating. I mean, right. I, Let alone a home. Mortgage, my mortgage. Right. <laughs> I should work a little harder on the mortgage yes i agree yeah and it's not and like, you can send that hairbrush right back right you get it and you're like oh no this you does cannot. not live up it's, to my expectations right you cannot send your mortgage back you cannot you're <laughs> no, in you're it's hard to in. do but uh and that's not like we got three reviews here i think there's 160 170 there and still a 5.93 average that's right? strong we, we do a, we do a, an amazing job uh at christensen financial and you can check out uh homeloansradio.com text us your questions at 77031 and there was one right before the break we're going to get back to because we started goofing around and we, we didn't right. answer the, the we question. We got silly once we heard chickens and goats. And I know, horses. and that's probably not very nice to those folks. This that's is a right. serious question it for is. them. I don't have any chickens. I'm allowed to have chickens in Oviedo. Really? Yeah, but I, I don't have any. I was, I'm thinking about it. but They're so noisy. Well, that is true. Only the roosters, though, right? 
Yeah. Do female chickens buck? Uh, Is that what you they, call it? Cluck? They, they cluck. cluck for sure. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> they still need a lot of work. Like, <laughs> Did you just say a bad word? <laughs> no, I didn't. I said buck. Okay. Um, cluck. I think you need a rooster for the chickens to lay eggs. I don't know. I'm not an expert in this, but we're getting off track again. Ask, ask the question again. Okay. Nicole. Yeah. Sorry. This is, um, where did it go? Here we go. Hi, I am trying to buy a home that I am renting. It is three acres mm-hmm. and we have a barn with four horses, some chickens and a few goats. Is mm-hmm. this an issue for getting a mortgage? Now, do you think that they're asking, is the issue the animals? Yeah, the animals. Because, I mean, well, if your question is, can you buy the home you're renting, then absolutely. You just need to qualify. We need to do a loan application, make sure that your debt ratios are good, that your credit score is above 600. By debt ratios, I mean the amount of money you've got coming in every month compared to what the new house payment would be, uh, your credit card debt, your student loan debt. We do that that calculation, and we tell you if you can qualify for the home. Um, the the part so that's not hard that's normal we do a, tons of people that are renting a house and then they want to buy the house that they're renting that's that's very common i'd say i don't know five or ten of those a month it's very very common um many people do that but having the animals on there complicates it a little bit first of all i'm assuming they're out a little or in a in a rural area or a little more rural area where that's allowed because if you live in the city limits sure. of orlando you can't i don't well i don't know I'm, i don't know the ordinances but i don't think I don't you can think have i don't think you can have horses i don't think you it's can three have acres. four horses they have three acres, yeah so they're out a little bit more rural so i'm assuming that the city codes and so forth right. allow the animals there so that's one part of it but yeah when you're getting into a fha mortgage or a conventional mortgage or a va mortgage you can't have um, a lot of times what they call hobby farms, so that would be called, this would be called like a hobby farm or, mm-hmm. but you can't have a business. Like if you have a horse riding, um, school or you board horses or you're making money from those animals that can make it a little bit complicated and a, a different kind of loan. But it, if these animals are just for personal enjoyment, like pets, then a lot of times you can do a conventional loan on that. It really depends on how the appraiser puts together the appraisal, how it looks, if it looks, you know, if you've also got farm income on your tax return, well, then that's going to be a concern. But if it's really just, you know, you've got some acreage and you like having your horses and Mm -hmm. you get milk from your goats and eggs from your your chickens, then... And riding from your horses? And riding from your horses or just petting or whatever. But yeah, reach out to me at homeownersradio.com. There's definitely a possibility, but there are some some difficulties to this type of loan. You really want somebody that knows what they're doing that can help you navigate through this so you don't spend a bunch of money on uh, appraisals that you're not going to be able to close on the loan. So here's one um, asking, do you have to use a real estate agent to purchase purchase a home? Mm-hmm. If you put in the time and research in the area and the property, can you avoid using an agent? Well, you the answer is yeah i guess sure. but i will tell you why what's the part what's right. the point because they're talking about buying a home yes yeah because when you buy a home you have what's called a buyer's agent there's two types of realtors in a transaction if someone mm-hmm. has a house listed for sale they the listing agent is the one that the seller contacts and they list that house for sale they're they're the ones selling it if you are looking for a house you want a buyer's agent that's right. the agent that represents you the listing agent represents the seller so if and the you, most important part is you don't pay for it. Right. That's the most important part. We've talked about that before. The, the, the seller pays for your agent. There's 6%. When someone lists a house, there's a 6% normally, a 6% commission. And if the listing agent is there and you bring your own buyer's agent, then half of that commission goes to you and half goes to the listing agent. But if you don't have an agent, then you're dealing with that listing agent. First of all, they get all the commission. But secondly, they're not really there to represent you. Their their person that they represent is the seller. So 
I absolutely would recommend if you're buying a house that you have an agent to represent you. You that, that contract, that far bar, it's called the, the Florida, you know, the Florida real estate contract. It's 16 pages long, sometimes 20 pages long. If you don't know every little detail of what's on there, you can you can definitely find yourself in some trouble. And you're dealing with a realtor, a realtor on the listing side that may not be representing your interest, just the sellers. So, and, and but it's it's not a nefarious thing. I'm just saying sure. it's it's up to you to protect yourself. It's like would you go to court without a lawyer? To to me, you wouldn't. It'd be the same kind of uh, thing uh, and, and real and estate this, agents actually catch mistakes on that contract. Oh yeah, all, all the, the time. time. And they help you negotiate. They help you get a good price. They know what the neighborhood looks like. They know mm-hmm. what the other listings are. They know what the other sales are. They and and it's free. So and yeah. there's some great real estate agents here in Central Definitely. Florida. So make well, sure you look them up. There's I, some great people out there. I work with a lot of an amazing agents. I couldn't even go down the list and tell you. But if you want somebody that's good, that maybe you want somebody that specializes in first-time homebuyer. Or your area or, of town. Or, or you want somebody that specializes in veterans or mm-hmm. a particular area of town or somebody that's going to negotiate for you to get your closing costs paid. I can definitely help with that and uh, recommend a good agent for you. Reach out to me at homeloansradio.com. We are going to take a quick break. Ba- but quick we're break. coming back because... Yeah, we're coming back at 10 o'clock. Our show runs till 10.30 now, so don't go away. We're going to get to the rest of those text questions, I hope. Because be a part of today's conversation by texting us your question at 77031. Now back to That Mortgage Guide, Don. Good morning, good morning, everyone. You are listening to Home Loans Radio with that mortgage guy, Don. If you, uh, you if might you, be wondering why. If you normally, <laughs> you might, if you normally are <laughs> tuned into uh, Real Radio at 10 a.m., you you might be expecting some music to play. But uh, this is the Home Loans Radio show. We we do this every Saturday from nine to ten, and, and now we, till ten thirty. Yeah, we here's what you do. We, we have people texting questions about their mortgage questions, real estate questions, buying a home, refinancing a home, lock APR. You you know Whatever. it. PMI, TMI about PMI and all it's that. A very sexy show. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> listen to our voices here wow. in the studio today. We got Fritz over there. Good what up? Hey, hey Fritz. Fritz, you, Fritz, you remember when we started this back? In, just you and me back in the That's back right. in the early days, right? Yeah, it was June of last year, right? That's right. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Just me and Fritz here in the mornings, and now we've got Nicole Dupre here. That's right. Hi, yeah, I joined in September. Right, and yeah. we got MJ here every day, every Saturday. We got Kelly in the booth there. Hey, Kelly, the team is growing. Right. Yes. That's right. We We're got the a mortgage right. gang. We got a yes. thing going here. We got a thing going here. Maybe People we should call ourselves a gang. I like that. Okay. Uh, okay. Say no to gangs. That's what I was told. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a mortgage game, Wait, then what? listen to us every morning. My parents always told me when I left for school, don't join a gang. It was right? like a thing. It was yeah. a thing. I remember. Um, a posse. So we, we answer your home loan questions, your mortgage questions. Uh, you know, you want to, you, 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 I don't know. What are we, what are we Let's talking about? Let's get into it. Let's hold get on. into it. I've got a question Hold on. Here. I'm not okay. ready yet. I want to tell them Sorry. that they can join the show at 77031 oh, yes, by texting us a question. And you can also get tons of information and interact with the show at the homeloansradio.com website. If you're, if you're out there streaming the show, you want to find out more, there are, Hours and hours and hours of past recordings on the show. Like, if you want to find out about a first-time homebuyer question, go to the website at homeloansradio.com. They're labeled. Search through the ones that say first-time homebuyers, and you'll get a ton of information out of those. You can also send me a question there or even apply for a loan. But we've been on for the last hour, and we've got a ton of text questions. We're going to start answering some of those right now. Thanks for sending those in. All right, here's one. I feel trapped. I'm eight and a half years into a 30-year mortgage paying 4.75%. Mm-hmm. 
This person has excellent credit, over 800, mm-hmm. currently owes 148, paid 180, mm-hmm. and still paying mortgage insurance, approximately 150 in equity. Oh, man. How much would closing costs be to refinance into a 15-year, and how soon could the difference pay back the closing cost, if at all? And they're reluctant to add their closing costs into their new mortgage. Okay. Well, you are trapped. You've got a, you have got you could save so much money right now. I would tell you right now, it doesn't matter what the closing costs are. I mean, are, are they trapped? Yeah, yeah, well, not, not trapped, but yeah. I'm saying you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're in a bad deal right now. You you're paying out. PMI. You're paying a 4.75 rate. I've been telling everybody for weeks, rates are low right now, people. If you've got a, with that credit score. I've been saying if you've got a five in front of your rate, right. you need to be looking into this right away. And by looking into this, here's a simple way to do it. Go to homeloansradio.com, hit apply now, put your information in there. I will get back to you with a written quote. It's that simple. You don't have to call in, set an appointment, like we said, put on your best suit, You know, come into the office, take your lunch hour, call in around to different companies. No, just go to homeloansradio.com. I'll get you a quote. That's how simple it is. I think that the closing costs, you know, roughly, you usually expect your closing costs to be about 2% of the loan amount. But I can say in this case, first of all, if you're going down from you've got 22, 21 years left on it, and you go down to a 15-year mortgage, 15-year mortgage rates, if you've got good credit, are down in the low threes, like 3. Wow. 3.1, 3.2, 3.3% 3. right wow, now. Wow, look at this so, guy paying way. Wow, that's you know, crazy. Normally, I say if you've got a, a rate in the fives, but lately it's been, even if you've got a rate above four and a half, you need to do the math and at least get a quote. Then you, you're you not committed when we send you a quote. You just got the numbers to look at, and then you have something to make a decision about. Uh, and you can see how much money you can save. I can tell you exactly what the closing costs would be. And you can either include those closing costs in the loan, but this person said they're reluctant to put the closing costs in the loan, which is fine. You can bring your closing costs to the, the table. But normally, here's kind of my rule of thumb. If somebody can't recoup their closing costs in four years, I don't do the loan. It's that simple. I'm going to recommend against it. I mean, I'll do it if you really want me to. Right. But typically, if you can't rec- recoup your closing costs within 48 payments, that's a bad loan. You shouldn't be doing it. Mm. I think this person will probably recoup their closing costs on the day of closing because you're wiping out six years of mortgage payments right wow. off the bat. And it's, PMI. Yeah. Do they have PMI? Yeah, they've got PMI. What did, did they say what their payment was? They didn't say how much they're paying, but let's say they pay $1,000 a month. If you wipe out 60 payments right away, think that's a huge savings. So it doesn't matter what the closing costs mm-hmm. are. If they're 3500 or 4500 on the day of closing, right. you are out of that trap and you've got PMI. You, they'd probably lower their payment and still go to a 15 year. So that's amazing. reach out to me at homeloansradio.com. I'll put uh, some numbers together there for you. Well, what, what's the next text question? Yeah, I love this text message um, because I, I remember years ago when I was looking at houses, you go to so many different ones trying to find the one that you want. Mm-hmm. So this person says, we are pre-approved, but every house we make an offer on, mm-hmm. five so far, someone else gets the contract. How is this decided? That, that happened to me that, once. That is a great question. And it's actually something I'm hearing. I, I have probably 25 people that are pre-approved. We've done their pre-approval. means we've looked at their income, their assets, which are the money for closing and their job and their credit. And we've put it all together. We've run it through Fannie Mae's system or the VA system, and we've got an approval or pre-approval. And so at that point, then they, then they go to a realtor and they go out and start looking for houses. And if they find something they like and they see, then they put an offer in on it. And what I am seeing over and over and over is that there are lots of people putting in offers. That's because the market is a little bit tight in Florida right now. People are in certain price ranges, you know, if you're looking for a house in that two hundred and fifty thousand dollar to three hundred thousand dollar range, which is a payment of around 
roughly 1400 to 1800 a month, which is a lot of people are paying that for rent, by the way, which is why we have so many people looking for houses. But that area is very competitive. And if you are going in all the time, if they're off asking for 235 and you're saying, put my, put my offer in at 230, you know, you're trying to wheel and deal, you might not be in the right market for that. You not may the have, right time for that. And you'll get, you may be able to do that and get a house. I've seen some people that have do it, done it, but you may put in offers on five, six, seven, eight. It might be the ninth house before you finally get a seller that, you know, is willing to drop down and nobody else helping happen to bid. But I'm seeing houses that, are going on the market on Friday, and by Sunday they're sold. They're under contract. Wow! And that is one of the biggest reasons you need to get pre-approved. I had a client yesterday, as a matter of fact, new client. He talked to me and said, "I've I've been wanting to go look at houses that I see online, and twice I wanted to go look at them, and they were already under contract before I could go look at them, and I couldn't go look at them because I wasn't pre-approved yet." Wow! So the biggest step forward that you mm-hmm. can do is to get yourself pre-approved. That way. Because you, if you're not pre-approved and you go and say, "I want to put an offer on that house," the realtors involved are going to say, "Are you, you know, are you qualified? Have you, have you done the financials? Are how do we know that you're ready?" And along how, those how lines, de- oh, I'm sorry. I said, how is it decided? That's what they were kind of saying. Well, Who decides? It's it's like anything else. So if you get a multiple offer situation, so that house goes on sale Friday, mm-hmm. right? And four people make an offer, then all the the listing agent is supposed to present all of those offers to the seller, mm-hmm. and the seller decides. That's so like. And oh. the seller's going to decide. It's not the realtor that decides. Oh, I didn't know that. It's And then, of course, if you're the seller, how are you going to decide? You're going to look at the what's the best deal. Mm. Maybe you've got, and it's not always about the highest offer either. It can be, you know, maybe they, the price is 250 right? And somebody offers 240 but they can pay ca- cash and close in a week. Well, maybe oh. for that seller, that's the most appealing offer for mm. them, even though they may have one that's 250 that is doing financing and will close in three weeks or four weeks, which is what it typically takes for us to close a, a purchase loan. So uh, maybe one person is offering a lower amount or offering a higher amount, but they're also asking for the seller to pay some of their closing costs. So it's looked at, the seller looks at it as to what's in their best interest, and that's how, that's how they choose. It's that plain and simple. So you got to put your best foot forward. Usually when there's multiple offers, it'll be a multiple offer situation. They'll come back to each of those people and say, we have several offers. Put your best foot forward. Send us your best and final offer, and you'll get a chance to put in another offer. And then if you don't get that, that means somebody had a better offer than you. It's plain and, plain oh, and simple. Okay. But in this market, it's, uh, it's, the market's hot right now. The good news is we're coming up into the peak season, uh, you know, spring and summer. A lot of people like to buy, sell, move during the summer. Maybe the kids mm-hmm. are out of school or what have you. And this is the peak season. Usually, uh, March really kind of kicks it off. So I think we'll see a big influx of new houses coming up for sale on the market uh, in the next two months, three months, four months. So that, that may ease up a little bit. This question is, ha- is getting more than one pre-approval bad for my credit? It shouldn't be. If you So what they're asking really is mm-hmm. when you go and get a hard inquiry on your credit, meaning you have your credit pulled to do a pre-approval. And yes, every lender is going to need to pull the credit report themselves because I can't I can't use that credit report you got from SunTrust three weeks ago. I have to have my own to do a thorough pre-approval, you know, to do it the right way. I don't know. Maybe something popped up on there since then. Maybe you had a late payment. Maybe something Mm -hmm. changed. Um, So you're going to have to have your credit pulled. And when you pull your credit, it does lower your score the first time. The first time you do a mortgage-related credit pull, it's going to lower your score two, three, four, five points, right? Um, But the CFPB, the Consumer Finance Protection Bureau, a few years back, put in an implementation that... If you have another mortgage company or five mortgage companies or 10 mortgage companies pull your credit within a 45-day window from that very first one, 
then it is not supposed to re- uh, impact your score at all. Your score is supposed to be the same. That's to allow you to be able to shop around and get different pre-approvals at different places, which I fully recommend. There are, there's a lot of lenders out there. We we all kind of get our rates from the same place. You know, if it's a Fannie Mae loan or an FHA loan or a VA loan, uh, we all get them kind of the same place. But every lender has a different way that they do business. Some of them are going to quote you a really low rate, but charge you fees in there. You know, buy down fees or discount point fees, and they're going to act like that's the norm. You know, you'll you'll look at it and you'll say, wow, it's a 3.5% rate. My fees are $3,000. Okay. But you'll have other lenders out there that aren't going to charge you those fees and will give you a rate that doesn't require a buy down. And then you have lenders out there that this is kind of the worst one in, in my opinion, because it's the the least good for the consumer. But these are the, the ones that say, I'll pay you all your closing costs. And the way that they do that is by increasing your rate. The only way I can get money back from Fannie Mae or VA or FHA to to pay your closing costs is if I charge you a higher interest rate. Mm. In some very rare cases, that makes sense. You know, if you're maybe $1,000 short on your closing costs, we might be able to move it up. But in most cases, raising your closing, I mean, your interest rate, which means you raise your monthly payment uh, to pay those closing costs, is a terrible idea. I can Any lender can do that. Any lender can pay your closing costs. But what I would do for somebody that says, I want to know about that, I'll do two estimates for them and show them. This is what you're going to pay over the first four years doing it this way. This is what you're going to pay mm-hmm. over the first four years doing it this way. Uh, you know, you're better off getting a seller to pay for your closing costs or getting a gift from a family member to pay your closing costs. There's many other options, down payment assistance. All of those I would put before having a lender raise your rate to pay your closing costs for you. Great. We're, you're listening to homeloansradio.com. We're here every Saturday answering your mortgage questions live. Your, people are texting those in to 77031. And you can also go to homeloansradio.com if you want to apply for a loan or check out our reviews or just, just text me a question. You can do that there on the website at homeloansradio.com. Here's a question. $110,000 left on my mortgage. Are there any downsides to paying it off in a lump sum versus holding on to the mortgage? And refining is not an option. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd have to think of what your what their situation is, what right? your motivation is. I mean, and where the money is and what it's doing for you. Mm-hmm. So that depends. I'm um, if the money is sitting in an account where it's not earning you any interest, or if it's under your mattress or in a safe, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you're gonna immediately as soon as you pay off your mortgage, you're gonna make money. Because, Whatever that percentage is yeah, of your you, interest. If you're paying five and a half percent interest on your mortgage, then as soon as you pay that off, you made five and a half percent on your money. You still have your equity, you know, if you needed, they're saying refine is not an option. So that might be part of the equation. If you, you know, if you put that money into the house and you don't have refinancing as an option, maybe they don't have a good enough credit score or they don't work mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. Um, it's hard to get that money back out if refinancing is not an option. So I don't know. You got to decide. Maybe you could take that hundred thousand and put it into an investment that returns you 10%, you know, instead of the 5% you'd save. So that's kind of a conversation of, Really, just looking at the math, if you've got a financial advisor, I'd get them involved or an accountant and, and see what makes the most sense for you. How do I get a second home here in Florida? Sorry. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Home Loans Radio. We're, 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 the texts are coming in so fast. I know, fast so fast, and they're, they're scrolling. We're having to the, scrounge. The, we love it. The screen is scrolling down faster than they can finish know, reading right. the questions. I, this must be what it feels like to be a celebrity influencer. Oh, is that oh, okay. what it is? Boom, boom, boom. They're coming in. Right. How do I get my second home here in Florida in my name? It was my grandparents. They mm-hmm. left it to my parents, and my parents left it to me. Mm-hmm. I live in New Jersey, and they, my parents, never transferred the deed. That's going to be a tough question. I, you know, 
that's going to be almost a law question. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to get into the exact amount of, of probate. I can tell you that once you get the title in your name and that may have to go through Florida probate, which means you might need to get a local attorney to do that and get it moved into your name. You, you have to show them the will, the death certificate and so forth, but you're probably going to need a probate attorney to get that into your name. What I can tell you is that once you get it in your name, then you can do a mortgage on it, and that's something that we can help you with. You can refinance it to pay off the existing mortgage if there is one, or you can take cash out on it if you're going to move there, or you know, then it's your property, and you can treat it like any other loan. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Home Loans Radio on Real Radio 104.1. Now back to the show with that mortgage guy, Don. What, what, you guys, we are live here at 1020, and you are listening to Home Loans Radio with that mortgage guy, Don, and we are here with our co-host, MJ. Hey, hey, hey. And with our head honcho, that mortgage guy, Don. Hey, good morning, everybody. That's me, the honcho. I like that. I think we can make that a thing. head honcho, right? Yeah, the head honcho, I guess. I I am that mortgage guy, Don. I'm a mortgage expert. If you are new to the show, we... We are now in the 1030 hour. We used to run from 9 to 10. Now we're running from 9 to 1030. So if you're normally up and working and you're out there and you're like, what is going on? These people are awesome. Well, that's Home Loans Radio. <laughs> Lucky. So, uh, yes. Yes. yes, we are here. Fritz is in there. Hi, Fritz. Yellow. What's going on? What are you doing in there? Not too much. Just uh, reading the text and uh, also uh, just... You know, what's that newspaper you're, you're holding up? You're holding up a newspaper. Uh, this is the sports section, <laughs> and then on the back it's cartoons. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yes, we. Well, here's what we do: homeloansradio.com every week, live, real radio. We uh, people text in their mortgage questions or real estate questions or whatever uh, to seven seven zero three one. We answer as many of those as we can on air. The ones. If I don't get to your question today, we got a ton. We're gonna we're gonna try and answer a bunch real quick here. But uh, we've got a ton. If I don't get to it, do me a favor. Go to homeloansradio.com. There's a box that says Ask Don. Copy and paste your question in there, and I will answer it for you. They're all important to us. We try our hardest, but that's why we got extended from an extra half hour in the show. And, and guess what? We've got more questions during that half that's hour. Right. So I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> so because we have so many questions, Don, all right. I'm going to throw you a little speed round. Oh, good. I like speed you round. You don't know what these questions are, <laughs> but hopefully you can answer them. Well, if I say pass, just go to the next yes, one. Right? <laughs> and uh, maybe your answers would be... You need, be, like, theme music. Right? Right? All right, let's do it. Here we go. Are there any down payment assistance programs for teachers? Yes, absolutely. Uh, teachers will fall. If, a lot of times down payment assistance incomes... Uh, down payment assistance programs are based on your income, and sadly, unfortunately, a teacher salary usually falls within those areas. And uh, yes, so reach out to me at homeloansradio.com. I can tell you more about those programs. How do I get a loan for a mobile home to fix it up? You go. They've been there twenty years. You go to homeloansradio.com <laughs> and you hit apply now, and you put in your info. Now, a lot of lenders don't want to do anything with mobile homes; they run away from them. I will say there are some limitations that make them more difficult. It can't be older than 1979. Um, it has to have, you know, it can be a single wide in some cases. A lot of times they want it to be a double wide. It has to have the right type of foundation, the right, foundation type, right? the right type of skirting around it, the right type of hurricane security. You have to own the land with it. It can't be like a rental lot. So there's a lot of hoops to jump through on those. But and you can you can do repairs on them if they fall into that category. You still have to qualify. It's just like any other mortgage loan. Um, a lot of times conventional loans work a little bit better. So you need like a six sixty score for those. 
You can do them with FHA down to a 600 or 620, but FHA makes you jump through a lot more hoops, like engineering reports and things of that nature. Um, but yeah, we can definitely do them. Reach out to me if you want to find out about that. You go to homeloansradio.com, you hit apply now, you put in your info, and we can start digging around and see if we can make it happen for you. Here's one. If I do a volunteer repo, will I still be able to buy a second house in two years? I'm assuming they mean another house, not a second house. Uh, when they say a voluntary repo, do you think they mean a car or a house? Oh, a second, they're saying a second house. Yeah, I think they mean jingle mail. Oh, <laughs> jingle mail. That's where you mail your <laughs> right? keys into yes. instead of your payment. You mail in your keys. You say, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that before. Here's thought, your keys. It was that pretty, sounds like a Christmas movie. I don't live here anymore. Jingle mail. It was not Christmas. Um, it, was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was not the, the worst, gift you wanted to receive. The worst Christmas ever. Kids, we, <laughs> used to, we have no house. We have Santa no. doesn't know where you live. <laughs> it's jingle mail this year for us. Jingle mail all the way out the door. Yes. <laughs> I used to hear straight to the streets. I'm not making, right. of course, fun of people in that no, circumstance. We're not. That's and I, terrible. No, no, no. But it's a voluntary repossession, so I'm assuming that they, you know, they have some issues there. I used to hear about it a lot after during the recession and thereafter. A lot of people just their houses were worth a fraction of what they owed. Maybe they had right. uh, upside down adjustable rate mortgages coming around, and so there was a lot of foreclosures, as we all know. And mm-hmm. jingle mail was kind of a thing that people, you know, talked about and joked about at the time. Um, sending that in but it, what what it's called now if you have a house and you want to sign it back over to the bank it's called a deed in lieu a mm-hmm. deed in lieu of foreclosure so meaning instead of the bank foreclosing on you you just negotiate with them you sign you sign it over to them some banks will even give you a little bit of money to move out because it costs them a lot of money to foreclose they have to pay attorneys they would have to pay maybe repair costs all that kind of stuff um so a lot of them will do the deed in lieu of foreclosure for a conventional loan you're typically going to be four years after that deed transfers out of your name. And sometimes that deed doesn't transfer out of your name right away. You might sign it over the bank and then they don't transfer it out of your name till they sell it to somebody else. So, and it's on oh. their timetable. Yeah, so they can, a, that can last a while. It's up to them. I've seen it. I've seen it where people turned in a house and then the deed transferred out of their name a year later. Oh, and wow. that's mm-hmm. when that, that's when that clock starts. So you got to be careful about that. If you're thinking about that, you can reach out to me. We could talk about it. I could maybe give you a little advice on on how to do that and prepare yourself. There are other mortgages you can do. Um, you can sell that house in some cases. So I would be curious as to the reasons why. And I, I'm going to go back and say, if they were talking about a car repo, that's a different thing altogether. That would mean, it just means when your credit score rebounds, typically. you know. Okay. Uh, so that's not as big of a deal when you're buying a house. Uh, and there's no set time frame for that. FHA and VA may have a, a little bit better time. Last question. Um, what is the lowest credit score you need to have to get a mortgage loan? The, the, lowest, the highest credit score. <laughs> or what credit score? Yeah, what, what's a credit score? What, what credit, credit score, score do you need to, to get yeah. a loan? Um, so the minimum credit score that we do is a 580 credit score. Uh, I If somebody comes to me and they want to get pre-approved to buy a home, I'm usually going to work on their credit a little bit to, to get that score up above. You can you can do it in between 580 and 600, but there's a lot of hoops there uh, to jump through. You got to have reserves. You got to have, you know, your, your rent has to be higher than what your mortgage payment is going to be. There's some things you got to do. You've got some tools for that. And, and once you get, yeah, but once you get above 600, 620, it gets a lot easier and you get a better deal, frankly. So it's usually not that hard to get up from a 590 score to a 610 or 620, 625. Usually we can do that within two or three months. And that's something that I do. We have a tool where we can look at your credit report. It's called a what if simulator. We can, we can tell you 
you know, maybe you're thinking of paying off a collection. I had somebody last week, they were thinking of paying off two collections. We looked at their credit report. We ran the simulator, which what it does, I, I go into it and I'd say, okay, what if we pay this off? It tells me what their credit score would be. And, you know, paying off those collections weren't going to help them at all. So we took that money instead and paid down other credit cards, which raised their score by about 25 uh, 25 points. Awesome. Well, I want to thank everybody that joined us for this hour and a half long version of Home Loans Radio. And that's it for us this week. We will see you next Saturday at 9 a.m. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.